and welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on the Internet's best radio station, BFF.FM, or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about the debut album from British six-piece Low Hummer called Modern Tricks for Living, and it starts with a song called Take Arms. For all the northerners pretending to be southern Take arms, take arms All the business class to live in with your mothers Take arms, take arms All the billionaires that don't believe in sharing Take arms, take arms Now all the single parents scratch for making living Take arms, take arms formed in the beginning of 2019 but most of this album was recorded separately during lockdown they came up with their own pieces and then brought it together in the studio and wrote a lot of the songs as they were recording so it has a real live energetic feel and this band is from Hull in the northern part of England which I once went on a business trip to London and then we took the train to Leeds and I got a lot of education from my British colleagues about the differences between Northern and Southern England, but I still can't feel like I really get it. But there's a lot of there's a lot on this record about the differences between Northerners and Southerners. Yeah, I mean, most explicitly here, but yeah, I, I did, you know, minimal research to find that, oh, it's was the lowest average wages in all of England. We're in the town of Hull and yeah, that they apparently not maybe prosperous financially, but have a huge music scene and very vibrant. And Dan Maurer, the band leader of Low Hummer, apparently pretty active in that scene and has been for a while because in fact, this song was originally a song from his earlier band, Le Bet Blooms, because I can't speak French, but that's my best guess. And yeah, so they've been kicking around since at least 2014 where they released uh, an EP, but never really blew up. And so this song, I think, came out originally like 2018 in some early form and then got repurposed into this really knockout first track for Low Hummer. And yeah, that this song combining that synth forward, very kind of new wavy sound, but then the guitars come in with this initially just noisy and then later almost deranged energy. And it's, I think, so perfect for this track, which is angry, but with such a sense of humor that you really just can't help but smile even just like oh wow this really sucks to be in england right now <laughs> yeah, talking about the formation of the band is they said in an interview that three of them had been in that previous band and then got into the idea of working on new stuff and so they wrapped up with the previous band and still had some gigs booked for the previous band so then they just switched the name to low hummer and gave themselves a month to find the other members i think there were originally two and then they added a third so that they're a total of six now 
Yeah, which is grace because I guess it's like three guitarists and then a keyboardist who also plays guitar and then a bassist drummer. So it's got such and a rich sound. Yeah, exactly. And so I think Dan Bauer takes the lead sort of in the first part of the album and then it kind of you'll get more of a blend as we go into the later tracks. And with such a variety of sounds, as we'll hear on this next track, it's called Don't You Ever Sleep. So I saw this brand new outfit And I read between the lines They've been selling this stuff since 1965 This is a delightful take on the consumerist urge, even amongst, I think, these guys who are very aware of trying to be individuals, but those advertisements sure are enticing. Maybe if I just buy this one more thing, it will make me happy. And again, the anger and humor are so together, just like the guitars and synths. And now we hear the lead female vocalist, Amy Duncan, sort of takes over as we go into the chorus and then into the post-chorus. And I love this song is what, under three minutes and manages to be these fairly intense, densely instrumented verses and then a pre-chorus, chorus and post-chorus. And I yeah, that the actual title of the song is just shouted. And again, if they weren't so funny, it would be a lot of anger. Yeah, then those dirty synths are really what underpins all of the songs on this record and holds them together and makes their makes their songs sound more than just like garage rock. It's a, it's a little bit more deep. It's a little more interesting sound. And one of the things they've said in interviews is that they wanted the synths to be at the center of everything that they do and that they've actually used Don't You Ever Sleep as a blueprint for what they aim for in the songs. Yeah, and it's you can totally imagine, like, yeah, they could have produced these as guitar rock and they might have worked, but yeah, that they think they even their choice of producer, they found Matt Peel, who I guess works out of a studio in Le- in I said Leeds when I meant Hull. Um, yeah, who works out of that whole scene. And so that they were able to go in and work with someone who's like, Yeah, I know how to make a good synth sound. And it's yeah, it seems so timeless where it feels very modern and yet it also at so many places feels like this throwback to the eighties and then in between modern and 80s synths, then this kind of very 90s, very raucous guitar sound. It's pretty fantastic. And the social commentary continues on the next song we'll play, which is called I Choose Live News. Wake up, it's another day. My head's in total disarray. I need to go out and go get paid. I guess we all just feel the same. I let go of my oxygen and feel the panic closing in. I'm dressed and wet just like the day before. Now clap on another train. The same delays as yesterday. I breathe another sign say, I hear the brakes and fall down to the floor. To feel disgusted in our bodies. To watch the same every day. 
my favorite track on the record and I think it's one where the drummer really shines. It's he's so tight and there's just a lot of great fills and it's a really driving song. Yeah, as far as I can tell from all of the interviews, he was the last guy that added to the band, but his name is Joe Gray and yeah, he really not super flashy, although those dropped beats you hear kind of at the end of the section are pretty seamlessly done and but yeah, just super solid and able to maintain this such driving energy where the tracks need it, which is most of them. This is a really high energy album, and he is a big part of that. I yeah, will say this, you know, this song, it is so I think the energy of those drop beats, I think, is perfect for this notion of someone who's like, I'm going through the motions, going through the motions, and there's that just a little hint of like something's wrong, something's missing. And he's so yeah, that just like on this edge of enlightenment. Yeah, the way the lyrical content of this record could really fit with a much more kind of sedate sound because it's very, there's a lot of ironic detachment. There's criticism of consumerism. And, you know, even the title Modern Tricks for Living is obviously tongue in cheek, but they put so much energy into it. And it it almost seems contradictory. But I, I like the juxtaposition. Yeah, it is fantastic that i mean sometimes you want an album where things slow down and there's some longer tracks but no i think all with i think one exception i would describe all of these songs as up tempo and they're pretty consistently between like two and a half and four minutes long like nothing super long and what's 10 tracks and maybe 36 minutes Mm -hmm. of album so it's really efficient and i noticed here that i on a lot of these tracks like they're not big on bridges like it's verse chorus verse chorus and if they have kind of bridge type material they just stick it at the end and so it's more of an <laughs> outro and it's you know it's a weird signature but i kind of noticed and i was like yeah it's a nice change of pace and i think it i think adds to the feeling of the songs being so tight because it's sort of like you hear first chorus first chorus bridge and another more self-indulgent band would then do more and mm-hmm. these bands is like and we're done like that we're, we have you know we're not going to belabor the point here which i really appreciate and so we go from Again, I think Dan Maurer has really taken the lead vocally on the tracks we've played so far, but we do get to hear a lot of Amy Duncan taking the lead on this next track. It's called Sometimes I Wish I Was a Different Person. Social media, 
is such a great pairing with I Choose Live News because I feel like that was sort of this track about being trapped in the routine. And then here is a track where there's a little more of a sense of like, okay, I'm really choose I'm choosing to be something else. Like I'm choosing to change things up. And it's, I love that. Just the line of like, you know, shut sh- telling her entire family, like shut up. Your time is over. And my time has just begun. It's so kind of empowering, even if I'm not sure I'm optimistic, but at least she's taking a, taking an attempt for freedom, which well, is great. I mean, I think this is a satirical song that's in the character of someone else. I still, you know, I, I, I know you like that. to I know read a lot into lyrics, but, and... but I feel like that. Yeah, I, I don't claim that this is a conversation that the band members had, but I think <laughs> it's that same notion of like they're embodying that desire. Like, yeah, I'm stuck in this routine, and let's break out of it, and. Yeah, I, I I may be choosing to see the optimism. Although then obviously there's lines like, I don't believe in global warming. Maybe it's just warm, which for sure, like I heard that and it was like the the vocals here have such a variety of styles where there's that kind of sardonic, like a Courtney Barnett kind of delivery, mm-hmm. very deadpan. And then there's those that pre-chorus of the, telling the shut up to these various peoples, which is felt so like almost like a Chrissy Hine like pretenders vibe it's very retro well and also just the shoutiness of the choruses and some of these two have a lot of energy there's a lot of different vocal styles yeah and i i don't want to take uh or forget to mention like this guitar melodies are so strange and i think throughout the album there's really this sense of either a really serious music education where they're going into like bizarre modal scales or they're just savants, but whatever the case, like they're willing to go to places that are not remotely pop music for their sort of melodic and harmonic inspiration. It's really cool. But they have a very pop feel. Like I think these are very sing-along choruses. They're very catchy. They're really short and punchy. Yeah. Well, I, I like that they're able to combine that both, that there are these little bits of ambition and weirdness wrapped in a serious pop rapper and and i think yeah that maybe the most kind of dancey song mm-hmm. on the album is the next one we'll play and it's called the real thing out with an almost LCD sound system kind of feel with this kind of dancey electronic very simple beat and then I love the way that it segues into these very heavy guitars for the chorus and the juxtaposition seems like it would be jarring but I feel like it flows really well yeah it's a testament to this band's 
skill that they're able to pull off these shifts, not just amongst the songs, but even within the songs and not least here, because this particular track, like it's kind of verse verse, and then just a little instrumental section and then a verse verse. And finally, the chorus. So you go a good minute and a half before it slows down into the guitars and you really tricks you into thinking it's one thing before pulling the rug out. And then that message of this modern living thing sucks. And that's, you know, to the extent that it's kind of, you know, modern trick trips for living. This is kind of the title, the closest thing we have to a title track and that kind of thesis statement of just, yeah, it's kind of a bummer out there. And sometimes, you know, stop, stop doing what your parents told you to do and figure out what you need and what you want in this world. Yeah, there are a lot of different sounds and influences that come across on this record. There's it, it never it never strays so far that it feels like it's not cohesive. Like the sound is consistent throughout, but it takes a lot of different turns throughout the record. And one of the things that they've said in interviews is that the music scene in whole is very inclusive and there's a lot of there's a lot going on and so a quote I'll read is that the city celebrates music of all genres in equal measure and doesn't have a lot of time for elitism. The result of that means a lot of mixed genre billings and artists supporting each other, regardless of difference in style. The city constantly battles incorrect preconceptions of it being a rubbish place to be. I'd like to think there's a great defiance that Hull has to prove opinions wrong. So you hear a lot of those cross influences and the idea that presumably they're sharing bills with a lot of very different bands. Well, yeah, and they, I think they just, in interviews, they've described Amy Duncan as having previously kind of been really focusing on like country music. Yeah. And you would not know it from this album. She's obviously a very talented vocalist. And yeah, the energy that everyone brings here and over the top. I love how there's that bridge of the take what you wanted, take what you needed. And then they do it again, but just louder with more drums and more guitars. And it's so over the top and just, you know, again, it's hitting you over the head except it sounds too good to be anything other than delighted that they are hitting you over the head with this music yeah i hope that they're coming to south by southwest this year assuming that it is still happening because i feel like they have a really great live energy that would be worth seeing in person yeah so i think yeah for, so coming from this where again it's this kind of synth pop we take a pretty hard stylistic left turn into almost like shoegaze on the next track and they pull it off it's called human behavior
of that really high synth progression and what almost seems like gated drums and her crisp vocals, which I think she's her own backing vocalist here because she's the only vocalist credited. And then that spoken word middle part where we faded out all combines to give this such an 80s throwbacky feel. Like if you told me that this song came out the same year as Voices Carry by Till Tuesday, I would have believed it. Yeah, she does a lot with kind of layering the vocals. And I almost just like was listening to one of the later choruses. I kind of wrote down the note of like, it almost sounds like it's in the round because of the way the mm-hmm. sort of the energy feels like it's just so propulsive, even though when you listen to it, like, well, no, the two of the same voice are singing totally different things, but just the energy has that sort of building sense. And even there's some weirdness here where we catch a little bit of these very strange chord progressions coming out of the chorus where it feels dramatic but without sort of the traditional forward movement and I know I mentioned that before with like these strange melodies here to me are strange harmonies that again throw back to that same late 80s early 90s shoegaze sound well and I think that even the melody of the chorus that I'm way out of tune but it feels inconsistent with the rest of the record which is not a bad thing but it just feels unique and throwbacky in a way that I didn't expect yeah well like so many things about this track where you know earlier I mentioned that they don't really big on doing bridges. This song is almost all bridge. Consistently, the songs are about, oh, the sort of social, political, economic hardship of Northern England. And then this, to the extent that I can really pick up, like the vocals are clear-ish, but there's still a lot of echo on them so that I feel like it sure seems to be much more of kind of universal emotional story rather than a cultural or political story. And so it's sort of thematically very different. It's sonically very different, structurally very different. And yet it fits on this record because they track after track, they're able to show like, hey, we can do something totally different and make it work. And it makes it exhilarating to have a band that's this confident and able to pull off the confidence. So the next song we'll play is the penultimate track. And I had seen it listed in other reviews that were earlier called Slow One. And I think they renamed it maybe for the U.S. release or later. Anyway, the version that I have, this track is called Commercials. Big cities and backwards towns Pollute themselves with awful sounds The sun's gone but the lights still grow bright The sun that fills the air Was there a time when it wasn't there? We wear masks and look to the sky The dawn is red, the king is dead You mutter underneath your breath Like us, tonight is the night All through the night Let it go 
after all of the ironic detachment on this record, I feel like this is a nice way to come to almost the end with a song that actually feels very sincere insofar as it's about consumerism and why that's a problem, but also the commercials being a source of comfort and something that you put on at night to calm yourself. And obviously that's part of the problem, but it feels almost celebratory. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because I think, you know, there's that let it go, let it go, let it go refrain. And is that saying like, let it go and be okay with this life? Or is it let go of this life and seek out something more? And maybe I hear it more as that second of the little, there's a little bit of like, yeah, we get where you're coming from, but, you know, snap out of it. Like there's a real life out there. And don't just, yeah, stay in your tiny, crappy bedroom and watch TV, like get out there, go to a show. And of course, that's a tough message to hear during when the pandemic is still going strong. This song is so pretty and it's not sedate. It's just a slower pace. And if I had any criticism of this album, I would have liked to have heard a couple more slower pace songs like this just to hear their range and see a little bit more variety. Yeah, there's such a great energy to this track where it's in, I think, 6-8, so it has that kind of different kind of rhythm to it of these triplets. This, And I love how where we, in that, this is sort of the middle section we heard, which I think has the biggest energy of the song. Like it starts a little bit, a little bit more sedate, builds up, gets really quiet before then a dramatic conclusion. Fairly conventional kind of energy flow. But I love here where in the verses, there's sort of this, up down these three notes up three notes down three notes up three notes down and it feels very much like being a little stuck right and then the Mm -hmm. chorus is just three notes up three notes up three notes up and it's Mm -hmm. just this get up get up get up kind of energy it is such a great way to almost wrap the album i think it was a good choice in it in its way and it's sort of interesting if you're listening on loop that i feel like the last track goes back to i think an energy that's much more like the first Mm -hmm. but so in a sense i feel like this is kind of the the climax and then the final track being a denouement that then gets us ready to listen to the album again. And the album is good enough that you want to listen to it again. Yeah, it's well sequenced. It tells a story and then it kind of comes back around to the end. And you can really tell the fact that they kind of tracked their different parts and then brought them all to the studio together and finished this out live because you can feel that the songs hang together in a way that I think might have not been as effective if they had recorded them all and or like developed them all as full songs independently such a cohesive album where every song sounds almost totally different from the others it's a hell of an achievement and a remarkable debut yeah i think uh, often in first records you have to walk that line between really wanting to show all you can do with all these different ideas and ending up with an album that it's not consistent and it doesn't even seem like it's maybe the same band versus sounding too samey throughout and i feel like they hit the perfect balance here so we're gonna go out with the last song which is called the people this place which is apparently quite a bit about hull i think this album has a lot of a sense of place and i'm like i like that this is where they ended so again we've been discussing low hummer's debut album modern tricks for living and you've been listening to for the record thanks so much for listening a thousand miles before this journey begins A thousand ways to live your life before your morals kick in It's been months since you've been seen They found him flat on his face He closed the door, you two are alone without employment or friends Keep breathing Creative campaign, catchy slogan, but results 
member of the BFF.fm podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.fm, best frequencies forever.